Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The story of J. Robert Oppenheimer and the Manhattan Project, the top scientists who developed the atom bomb that ended the Second World War and started the Cold War, is hardly a new one. Oppenheimer himself was the subject of at least two previous movies, but it was never told like this. We imagine a future. And our imaginings horrify us. Christopher Nolan has set out to tell the story of physicist Oppenheimer, not just his wartime experiences, but the subsequent events that sullied his reputation from his own perspective. We see the world as he'd see it, a world of turmoil, of atoms colliding, of light, electricity and potential cataclysmic destruction. They won't fear it. Until they understand it. Understand it until they've used it. And Oppenheimer wouldn't be a Nolan film if it didn't muck about with timelines. You can't say you weren't warned, though. He sets up two hypotheses at the start, one called fission, the other fusion, even if, typically, he doesn't explain what he means. This is a national emergency. Didn't need a charge. Well, let me assist Nolan acolytes by saying they seem to be linked to two timelines, one covering events leading up to the atom bomb dropped on Japan in 1945. The other is ten years later at the height of the notorious communist scare in the United States, when Oppenheimer finds himself uncomfortably on the wrong side of history. Theory will take you only so far. With such a weapon. There's a lot to unpack, and Nolan isn't one to oversimplify. Oppenheimer, played very well by Killian Murphy, was a gifted physicist, one of the few Americans to understand and promote a brand new theory, quantum mechanics. He also, like many American intellectuals in the 1930s, dabbled briefly with communism, though he was too smart and arrogant to be wedded to politics of any stripe until politics was forced on him. Is anyone ever going to tell the truth? The war made neutrality inconceivable to Oppenheimer, who was Jewish, like most of the top physicists of the time, we're told. And physicists on both sides were ordered to build the still-theoretical atomic superbomb.
We're in a race against the Nazis. And I know what it means if the Nazis have a bomb. The job of putting together a team of America's top scientists under Oppenheimer falls to a military man, General Groves, Matt Damon, in another terrific performance. His task is made harder because the qualities that make a great scientist are rarely teamwork or unquestioning respect for authority. I have a 12-month head start. 18. How could you possibly know that? We've got one hope. All America's industrial might and scientific innovation connected here. Secret laboratory. Quantum physics, international politics in two conflicting eras, Christopher Nolan, as always, tackles big issues and requires us to pay attention. And the way he keeps audiences on track is often through one of the simplest and least subtle techniques in the movies, old-fashioned star power. Thanks for convening a short notice. I can't believe it. Well, here we are. This is atomic test. The Russians have a bomb. For example, when a young Oppenheimer goes to a party and runs into Florence Pugh in a seemingly small, unimportant role, we know to keep an eye out for her later. Same when Robert Downey Jr. meets him at a university gathering wearing unflattering glasses and a wig that screams unscrupulous 50s Republican. We're supposed to be years ahead of them, but... What were you guys doing in Los Alamos? And how many people were in these uh, open discussions? And keeping the two timelines separate before and after the war requires a cunning use of colour and monochrome and some dazzling non-digital special effects, both sound and vision. During the war, Oppenheimer is not only struggling to perfect the bomb before Hitler gets his hands on it, he's also fighting a government who are determined to keep it from their nominal allies, the Russians. So now the race is against the Soviets. Not unless we start it. Robert, they just fired... Starting gun. After the war, Oppenheimer, now an opponent of any escalation of nuclear weapons, runs into implacable hostility from right-wing politicians led by Senator Louis Strauss, Robert Downey Jr. By the early 50s, even a sniff of anti-nuclear sentiment is shorthand for treason. From being the hero of the war, Oppenheimer is in danger of disgrace. This is a matter of life and death. But I can perform this miracle. World War II would be over. Our boys would come home. That's happening, isn't it? Of course, watching Oppenheimer, we have the benefit of hindsight, even if most of us aren't over-familiar with the details. We can watch the countdown to the first explosion with rather more confidence than the people about to press the button. Are we saying there's a chance that when we push that button, we destroy the world? Chances are near zero. Near zero. What do you want from theory alone? Zero would be nice. And similarly, when Oppenheimer and his friends are being hounded by Strauss, Senator Joe McCarthy and the rest, we have a pretty good idea how it'll come out. Who are you likely to go with, Robert Oppenheimer and Albert Einstein or Robert Downey Jr. and his Republican hairdo?
You are the man who gave them the power to destroy themselves. And the world is not prepared. With so many characters to keep up with, Nolan's intelligent use of stars like Emily Blunt, Kenneth Branagh, Downey, Damon, and in a neat little turn, Tom Conti as Einstein makes sure we stay this side of getting lost. That can sometimes be difficult when you're dealing with people like this. At least half a dozen characters in Oppenheimer are geniuses or near geniuses. Build a town, build it fast. We don't let scientists bring their families, we'll never get the best. Why would we go to the middle of nowhere for who knows how long? Killian Murphy certainly has the most riding on his shoulders, playing the hard-to-know Oppenheimer. Gifted scientist, womanising dilettante with a noticeably flexible conscience. But he's often shown at his best advantage against less conflicted characters, like Emily Blunt as his no-nonsense wife and Matt Damon as his exasperated boss. Why? Why? How about because this is the most important thing to ever happen in the history of the world? You're the great improviser, but this you can't do in your head. There's a telling moment when, after the war, Oppenheimer meets President Truman and shares his doubts about the bomb. Truman is contemptuous, later calling him a crybaby. Is that true? It feels true, and one of Oppenheimer's themes is the division of power in the world between the gifted and the limited people in charge of them. Our work here will ensure a peace mankind has never seen. Until somebody builds a bigger one. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.